social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Fall is the perfect time to get your lawn the best it can be. Folks, call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401-392-1025 or online, lawndoctor.com. Lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025. Fall is the perfect time where they will treat your lawn. Top quality lawn care company for Rhode Island. Your best lawn ever guaranteed. And this is the best time to have it treated. Call Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today, 401 401- 392-1025 or online at lawndoctor.com. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. Well, it's Thursday. And uh, folks, you know, let's let's just be candid. The news for Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee is not getting any better. These hearings that are taking place, uh, the news that's coming out of them, it's getting worse for him, not better. It's tough. Uh, there are now more calls, people saying that Attorney General Peter Narona uh, should look into this latest contract controversy. They don't have the best relationship. Uh, Governor McKee, if this does end up at the Office of Attorney General, and I, I'm not sure, I don't see how it doesn't happen because he's going to be drowning in scandals. Um this will be the third one in seven months. So the people that started off the story, let's play it. This is Channel 12, the, the contract controversy. Lawmakers grill state officials about why the McKee administration awarded a lucrative government contract to a newly established consulting firm with political connections. The House Oversight Committee spent nearly three hours questioning the process that ended with the company, the ILO Group, being awarded up to $5.2 million. Oversight Committee Chair Patricia Serpa summed up her view at the end of the hearing. I don't think you did anything illegal. Do I think it was some bad judgment? I gotta tell you, yeah, I do. I'd be lying to say otherwise. I mean, there's just no way I can put lipstick on this one. Right now on WPRI.com, Target 12 investigator Eli Sherman breaks down the new details that came out of today's hearing. You know, folks, that's she's being polite, but the the truth is it is um I like that. I, I kinda like the way she said it. There's no way to put lipstick on this one. It um for lack of a better phrase, but it, it smells. What they, they basically did, and I don't know who is driving the train on this, but this will end up being the third now, third investigation with Governor McKee. Now, folks, I also want to direct your attention to the website Petro.com. Do you remember the the foot rubber, the man from the Providence uh, School Department, go into the gym and approach these young guys, take their shoes off and stop rubbing their feet. He's back. The foot rubber is back. Now, this time, this is uh, ridiculous, but he's going after the Providence police, excuse me, Warwick police, and he's trying to say, was he, he put out this convoluted uh, press release that it was something about George Floyd, and now he's trying to make it racist, and it's racial, and I don't know what to make of that other than the whole thing was bizarre. Not only it cost him his job, it cost his boss that hired him, Harrison Peters, his job. So you have that story. And then you also have, and I, we've learned now the identities of these three young men uh, from that graduated Exo West Greenwich that were killed in the fiery crash. One of them, I believe, is a senior at URI, senior or junior at URI. But it, it's just terrible. And um, But folks, I think the story... That you heard about. So this was, they, they obviously were like out late Monday night into so their early morning hours of Tuesday morning. It's two in the morning. As if you remember, it was heavy, heavy rain. And then they were traveling at a very high rate of speed. I believe over 100 miles an hour. Lost control of the car. Uh, you're going that fast. Uh, hydroplaning, a wet road. I have no idea condition of the driver, but they struck a tree. The car was then engulfed in flames. They could not even identify the individuals after the the crash. Folks, when you're going over 100 miles an hour, wet road, and then you strike a tree, and then it, the car literally just, like, exploded into a, a fireball. They had to use dental records. That it's, um, it's, the answer is it's preventable. This is not going, you know, 60 miles an hour. This isn't going set. When you go to the triple digits, as they call it, 
you're entering into a, a different region. It's, it's, of course it's sad, it's terrible, uh, but it's preventable, and it was avoidable. It did not, did not have to happen. Terrible. But uh, a lot of postings about it on social media. You can see the story. But the big story, I think, is, um, is the Governor McKee story, simply because, you know, this is going to be, as I said, and this was going on back in March. They were just getting into office. Boy, there, there was a lot going on behind the scenes. What I, what I think is, um, now it's too early to tell, but the election, the primary, is in 11 months. And right now, you have a governor who is basically, like, again, engulfed in controversy. And these are all, except for the Bud Craddock one, I mean, he inherited him, but these are self-inflicted wounds. This is the third, if it happens. And what's problem for, for Governor McKee is now people are saying that you, should, you need to get the attorney general in here. And you had a supporter that was Representative Pat Serpa. You just heard the sound of her saying, I can't put lipstick on this. This smells. It sure sounds that some friends of the governor were, they held their hand and walked them through the process in order to reward them with a five to $6 million contract. I, I am open if someone wants to explain how else to interpret what happened with that contract process. I mean, that's Unless I'm missing something, that seems to be what happened here. So, all right, folks, we're going to cover that and a lot more. And then obviously things in Washington continue to heat up. Uh, but it's all ahead. Listen right here on the John DePietro Show, folks. And as the rain has stopped on this Thursday, I want to encourage you, use the day. Visit Rhode Island's number one garden center. Of course, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. What a tremendous display they have of pumpkins, straw, constructs, gourd, sugar pumpkins, fall decorations, so much more. Plus, homegrown mums and kale are just outstanding this year. They have mums 4-inch, 12-inch pots, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, and 4-6-inch to six inch ornamental peppers. Stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Plus, gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. They uh, do a great job with their Facebook page. But make sure your property looks the best it can. The weather is great. It's going to be a great weekend. Pop in, take the ride, and look for them. Uh, PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Rhode Island's number one garden center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It is a challenge trying to run your business today, especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers. Instead, let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Right now, are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company? Call MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need Workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is a.k.a. sleep-at-home drivers. Maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor, office professionals. Even in the healthcare business, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals. Call them today, 508 336 7801. How much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business? Let MEGA professionals find them for you. Call them right now. 508-336-7801 for MEGA professionals. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovas Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovas.com. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen. 
whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. You then just click listen live on the left-hand side. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now. One of Rhode Island's top attorneys it is our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, I'd like to start off the uh, Brian Landry, Gabby Petito case uh, continues to remain in the public eye, especially you have, now you have Dog the Bounty Hunter out looking for him. But what's not being talked about is, uh, all right, let's just say they do find Brian Landry. Uh, then what happens? Well, then what happens, John, is Brian Landry has to continue to listen to his legal counsel. Again, I'm speaking from an attorney's perspective as to how Landry and his family would protect themselves from incriminating themselves if they have information that would be incriminating. From a moral perspective, um, this is a dreadful situation for Gabby's family. It's a horrific situation. You know, it's nice for talking heads on television to say the family should come forward. This is unconscionable. They should give this kid up wherever he is. Um, And that's, that's a nice opinion, but legal counsel would have to be advising this laundry guy exactly as he's being um, advised. And as his family is being advised, If they pick him up somewhere in the country, uh, there's already a warrant in the state of Wyoming for specific charges, um, improper use of credit cards and fraud. Now, we don't know whose credit card he was using. Maybe it was Gabby's. Maybe it was something that he stole, something that he found. But it's only for improper use of um, credit cards and fraudulent use of credit cards. So now he gets picked up. So now he's in jail. They set a high bond. He can't get out of whatever jail he might be in Wyoming. He would need counsel in Wyoming to continue to tell him to shut your mouth. Don't say anything. Don't try to explain. Don't give a story. Don't say anything. Right now, all we know from the autopsy and the forensics is the uh, um, medical examiner determined that um, Uh, This young lady was the victim of homicide. We don't know the methodology. Was she strangled? Was she hit with a blunt force object? Um, Was she, you know, who knows? Whatever Whatever it might be. So there's nothing that this uh, person of interest, Laundry, nothing he can do to help himself. The more he speaks, the more he gives an alibi, the more he tries to provide an explanation, the more he is going to potentially incriminate himself because the cops already have lots of information. They're sitting on it. They're not making it public. And if and when they get this guy and he's foolish enough to speak, they will check what he's telling versus what they know to be true. Mm. And eventually, you know, the uh, walls close in on someone who's trying to explain what happened. Um, all he can do is help them prove a case against him. As we've hmm. discussed many times, yes, people say, the cops want to see me. Do I have to go down to the station? No, you don't. If they issue hmm. an arrest warrant, well, then you got to go in, but you still don't have to speak and you shouldn't speak. Right. So 
will they find this guy right now? He's like Bigfoot. They're seeing him all over the country. He's in in North Carolina. He's in Virginia. He's everywhere, but he needs to be prepared for if he's still out there when he is ultimately picked up to continue to listen to lawyers who would tell him to shut up. Don't say anything. You take the hits, go to, go to prison, you know, give them your name, rank and serial number, so to speak, but nothing further. Mm. And if he sticks to that, the prosecution and the FBI might still have a hard time pinning this on him. Right. We're assuming he did it. We really don't know what happened. No. And Tim Dodd, and again, folks, who's the legal expert, Tim Dodd, it's very possible they could have had an argument. She fell backwards down a cliff, mountain, whatever it is. I mean, it's a, a little odd that they feel a homicide was committed, but um, I, no one is, I want to be very clear, no one's encouraging the behavior, but Tim, is he actually helping himself by being out of sight, lying low, kind of letting the story die down a little bit. The longer it goes on, maybe it's tougher to prove the case. Um, is this actually in some ways a wise thing for him to just be completely vanished? Well, the optics are terrible from right. a, from a, for a, just from a understood, but from a legal standpoint, yes, he's doing he, he's not doing anything improper. Okay. Um, or anything to hurt himself. No. And right. one other interesting side, it's not a side note to this, but it's interesting. Apparently, um, the body of Gabby is still out there in Wyoming. The body oh. is being preserved for whatever reason. Typically at this juncture, after you know an autopsy and they, they preserve... Um, tissue samples and whatever other forensics might have been gleaned from this autopsy, they would then return the body to the uh, family for appropriate disposition. They haven't done that. Um, Do they still need it? Are there still things that they're not sure of? Are there certain, you know, DNA issues that have to be examined? Uh, It's a very curious thing that they've announced it's a homicide. They have not indicated causation and they still have the body, which is quite unusual. Huh. And Tim Dodd also, here's what people need to understand. All right. So they, let's just say dog, the bounty hunter for they, he does find him. All right. So they find him now. Then I, I mean, it doesn't mean that the clock is not running. There's no statute of limitations. There's, there's really no rush. It's not as if they would get him and then immediately charge. Some people think he'd immediately be arrested for murder. That, that I don't. You don't see that happening. No, he would be arrested for the credit cards and the fraud, but not for the murder. He he would immediately be arrested, and he would immediately wherever he's arrested. If he's in North Carolina, there'd be an extradition proceeding to get him out to the state of Wyoming. Wyoming. Okay. He could he could fight extradition or he could waive extradition and go face the music on the simple credit card and other fraud charges that are currently pending. He will be arrested, but only on that. And it, this is not a Florida case because he, although he was then in Florida, his family was in Florida, there, there's no evidence, there's no crime that was committed that we know of in Florida. That's right. That's okay. right, John. Now, and, and also just finally on this, though, uh, this charge that he's uh, charged with, which is the credit card, which it, it would seem that maybe he used her debit card after she went missing. Um, I mean, do we really know what is the penalty or what would be a bond and something like? Let's just say a regular person tonight used somebody's debit card at you know Warwick Mall. What, what's normally the penalty on something like that? Well, normally, it's a bailable offense. Yeah, and if it was this the ordinary random person who got arrested for abusing a credit card, they would probably be released on their own personal reconnaissance. Okay. So if he's uh, arrested and extradited to Wyoming and the prosecutors want bail to be like a million dollars or something, Mm. that would be completely unreasonable based upon the known charges that exist against this guy. Yeah. Now the, the one thing that would mitigate in favor of a high surety bail is he's clearly a flight risk because he knows how to hide and run into the woods. <laughs> Good point. So that would that would mitigate in favor of a high bail, and it would be hard for the defense to argue against it because the guy knows how to hide in the woods. Tim Dodd, one more thing before we break. At the very least, 
um, if someone was advising him, the longer he can kind of stay on the lamb, um, time kind of works to his side because then that's it's just that much more time away from when all of this happened and then things really start to calm down and then you know the news cycle moves on so regardless whether it was his decision or someone advised him to do this but in some ways let's just you know let's just again just speculate for a moment but for, for if it's possible that he could remain on the loose brian landry let's just say for two years um so two years from now, they catch up to him. You tell me. I mean, I, I think that just the longer he's away, potentially, we don't know what the police have, but that, that could make the case much more dif- – uh, not, not much more difficult, potentially more difficult to prosecute. Is that fair? Well, potentially. And, potentially. And, and, and right now, he's a lightning rod for the, for the international media, right. which you know judges watch TV and read newspapers – and that would mitigate in favor of a potentially high bail and, you know, a much more dramatic presentation when the guy would be brought in. Yep. If he's brought in two years from now, it would not be nearly as dramatic. And right. it wouldn't be front page news necessarily. Right now that, it would be. One final thing. It is potentially the police. They may have smoking gun, whatever that may be, but they potentially could have some evidence where boom, one hundred percent, they have him nailed dead to rights that he did in fact commit this. Yeah, they they might have him absolutely dead to rights. Yeah, and maybe he gets sick of living on acorns out in the woods, and he yeah. comes in from the cold, so to speak. Maybe he goes to surrender in Wyoming, thinking he's only going to be facing the um, credit card charge because he thinks there's no way they've got a sufficient amount of evidence against him. And he could find that they've got a whole case laid out and they've been sitting on it and not sharing it with the media, waiting for this guy to come in from the cold. You're right, John. That could well be the case. All right, folks. Uh, quick break. A lot more. Attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today. MEGA 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110 for mega truck and trailer repair whether it's commercial trailers diesel equipment free estimates fhwa inspections also rhode island state inspection station trailer pickup and delivery listen you're trying to run your business you need mega truck and trailer repair call them today 508-336-2110 trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service abs repairs Brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336 2110. You need it fixed. You need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call Mega Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24 hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today. 508-336-2110. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you can receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're speaking with our legal expert, attorney Tim Dot. Tim, big headlines this week as a Facebook whistleblower came forward, uh, first did the big thing on uh, segment on 60 Minutes, and then took a rack to Capitol Hill. If you could touch on the, the legal elements of what goes into being a whistleblower and you know, I, I, I could be missing some parts here, but I to me, this is all just business practice, knowing the audience, trying to get the audience to engage. Um, 
It all depends on how they they look at it. But what can you tell us about this this Facebook whistleblower? From from my understanding, John, um, she didn't get. I don't think she got fired. Typically, a whistleblower is somebody who goes to the authorities when they're aware of illegal or corrupt practices happening with their employer, and if they go to the feds or go to other, you know, law enforcement authorities, employer finds out, says, you know, you ratted us out, you're fired. That person is now a whistleblower and certainly has a claim for monetary damages for wrongful termination. There's also um, certain areas of compensation that a whistleblower can get if it's, you know, financial corruption or financial crimes that are going on. That's not the case here. She clearly has blown the whistle on Facebook, but her characterization in the media as being a whistleblower is a little bit of a mixed message. That notwithstanding, all that notwithstanding, she has come forward to discuss um, Facebook's internal practices largely centering on how Facebook has developed algorithms to know who's using Facebook and their other media, um, social media platforms, how to get people to stay on longer, how to get people directed to more advertising sites. Um, And she's suggesting that especially with young people, Facebook's algorithms manipulate people to, um, stay on longer and go to negative sites that encourage bad activity. Now that's easy to say. It's going to be hard to prove, but she's in a high profile case now testifying before the Senate. There's any number of people in the house and in the Senate who are looking to reform all of the social media players, Google and Twitter and all of these other platforms, even David Cicilline, who's usually pretty liberal, he's got his own agenda to try to um, rein in social media in different aspects. Um, President Trump was always banging the drum that uh, I think it's Section 320, which is what everyone talks about, a way to make social media sites... um, liable for what they put out there just like newspapers would be right now they've got an exception so they are essentially immune from lawsuits for any number of uh, things because they're saying hey this is not our work product we're only reposting what others have created so we're not liable that has to get changed and hopefully this gives you know the house and the senate a kick in the butt to really do something about it John, I found the most interesting thing that this woman had to say is um, during the 2020 election, they had something called euphemistically a civic integrity team, right, which was out there to um, monitor what they called misinformation. And they were the sole arbiters of what was determined to be misinformation Mm. and what they... um, deleted or um, suspended from their platform was largely conservative thought and conservative opinions. Yep. And, you know, there's been lots of speculation that, you know, certainly social media sites were in the tank to get a certain political outcome in the 2020 elections. Mm. I think that's borne out by the fact that this woman said within six months of the election, that civic integrity team had largely dissolved and it was no longer pursued. I think that tells you all you need to know about the bias Mm. in in social media um, platforms, especially Facebook. And that should scream out to um, members of Congress that there's got to be some reforms in um, how social media sites are controlled because they become the sole arbiters of what um, is consumed by the public. It's not right. Folks, we're speaking with our legal analyst attorney, Tim Dodd. Now, Tim, close at home, this uh, Governor McKee contract is certainly getting a lot more attention. Lawmakers are digging into it. And... This has to do with this contract that was awarded, and I want to applaud Channel 12 for their investigative reporting. Now, the more they dig into this, Tim Dodd, it it certainly seems like they're coming pretty close to the line as far as 
I don't want to say rigging a bid, but there certainly seems to be more evidence that the governor's team was working with these individuals that, you know, knew the governor and were kind of associates of his and certainly donated to his campaign. But certainly start to come across that they were kind of being uh, they certainly had their hand held as they were trying to approach to get this multi uh, or several million dollar contract. Uh, this this smells real bad yeah. for for this administration, <clears throat> which already has had a, a rough last month when they went through the whole thing with Tony Silva. Yeah. I mean, that sounded real bad. And I know that the governor was asked, you know, what did you know about Tony Silva's land deal and when did you know it? And he was completely flummoxed by the question. He couldn't provide a straight answer. He didn't serve himself well in how he responded to media inquiries on what he knew about Silva's land deal. On this one, this um, company called, it's ILO. Yeah, ILO. The ILO. They call it ILO. Amazingly, the the governor is sworn in on March, I think, 2nd, and ILO is formed on March 4th, two days later. Yep. And miraculously, Within about a week, the governor has a meeting with ILO representatives about providing services to purportedly make things safe for kids to go back to school. Um, and the ILO price tag was uh, $5.2 million. And apparently there were competing vendors who were out there who would have provided similar or the same services for substantially less. Um, Boom, the contract goes to this ILO group. Um, ILO is populated by people who have been, you know, vigorous fundraisers and contributors to McKee's campaigns over the years. So it doesn't look good. The optics are terrible for for the governor and his administration. Um, There's a Senate hearing going on. Um, A number of the senators are asking very good, very pointed questions especially the lawyers that are on this Senate panel, um, like Steve Archambault's doing a very good job. He's not letting the witnesses skirt around the questions. He's pinning people down. Um, And I think there's going to be more to come here. Is there a crime? Uh, It's too soon to tell. Is this evidence of government corruption? It looks like it, sounds like it, but it's not yet proved. But I I don't think the outcome will be a favorable one for this administration. It it looks bad, and I don't really see how it will be turned around from a public perception standpoint to look like this is, you know, normal arm's length business as usual. It looks like another inside play by this administration, unfortunately. Yeah, and Tim Dodd, this this does... um... It, it certainly seems to fall under the category of, of collusion that they were pretty much walking this brand new incorporated company through, kind of walking them through the hoops of how to tailor their, their you know, pitch and specs and bid to try to get the work. This is certainly, and, and I thought Senator Archambault did a very good job of talking about just how long in between you know, this happened and then they had a number of days to kind of prepare it. It it certainly comes across as a as an unfair advantage. Well, and and the the price tag of this at five point two mil versus competing potential vendors who were way, 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 way below that. Um, you have to question, well, why would this contract have been awarded to the newest company and the highest bidder by far, um, as opposed to, you know, others who could have provided the same services for substantially less. Mm. Again, it, this, the optics of this one are just, I think for the administration, um, very, very, very unfortunate. Yeah. Tim, before we take the break, uh, representative David place, this is happening in real time, suggested Narona get involved and examine uh, the contract on this. And, and one of the things that I'm seeing that Ted Nisi of Channel 12 put out was 1989 state law. For any reason, collusion is suspected among any bidders or offers a written notice of the facts given, giving rise to the suspicion should be transmitted to the Attorney General. It, it certainly sounds, though, Attorney General Nerona may get be called in to, to uh, look into this. 
I think that's absolutely correct and absolutely yeah. proper under the circumstances. Yeah. I think this needs to be looked at because if you're the McKee administration, the mm. taint, the taint yeah. of quote unquote corruption will follow this matter into an election year. So either he needs to have the AG look at this and say, everything done was here was proper. Um, and even if he thinks, uh-oh, the, the AG might not come out with a favorable report, I think that the pressure will be um, unavoidable that Narona is going to have to get in and he's going to have to investigate and he's going to have to issue a report on whether this bid was awarded correctly or incorrectly. For those playing along at home, this is the, believe, the third investigation. <laughs> the Attorney General looking into Governor McKee six months in office. First was the Bud Craddock, which is still out there. Second is the Tony Silva that's still hanging in the balance. It certainly sounds like the AG is going to get involved with this uh, contract award. Folks, another quick break. A lot more legal expert attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. It's fall very soon. The heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas high-efficiency carrier infinity system. J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved National Grid VPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navient certified factory dealer called J.K.L. for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 401 351 7600 they do it right they do it right the first time they're licensed in both rhode island and massachusetts jkl 401-351-7600 we're speaking with our legal expert attorney tim dot tim i had south kingstown mom nicole solis as a guest on the radio program and boy it's tough to argue it's it's very surprising merrick garland issues the statement that they're going to direct the FBI. They've decided that they don't like a lot of the conversation that's been held at these, you know, school committee meetings all over the country regarding critical race theory around, you know, mask policy. And I mean, this is, I got to admit, I am stunned to hear they're now going to have the FBI look into this and potentially, you know, could, could claim that some parents, the way they're behaving at these, school boards, school committee hearings all over the country that potentially that they could be viewed as domestic terrorists. Yes, it's astonishing. I mean, when you think about what happened in South Kingston and, you know, I, I think the, the woman you had on your show, I mean, Nicole, yeah, Nicole, whether, whether you agree with her position or disagree with her position, uh, she displayed a lot of intestinal fortitude um, she asked the right questions, which was not appreciated by, you know, South Kingston school officials. Um, but to think that she is in any way a terrorist or <laughs> a threatening individual oh, is preposterous. But John, Merrick Garland said a number of things. Yeah. He said, you know, he's disturbed that there seems to be an increase in, quote, the harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school board members, teachers, and workers at the public schools. Now, is there complaining about a curriculum and wanting to know what is in that curriculum? Right. Harassment, intimidation, or a threat of violence? No. I haven't really read or seen anything no. like that. No. I mean, parents might be at a school committee meeting and raise their voice or get right. frustrated when, yes. you know, somebody tries to turn up. Yes. You know, discussion and definitely heated discussion, but certainly no threats. There's been no violence or anything like that. Well, and, and Merrick Garland also said, quote, threats against public service servants 
are not only illegal, they run counter to our nation's core values. Okay, so threats against public servants. Is he going to get all charged up about the folks who followed uh, Senator Cinema into yes, the ladies' into the room? Ladies' room. I couldn't believe. I mean, that. I, I think that's harassment. I think yes. that's intimidation. Oh my God. Um, you know, they did the same thing with Senator Manchin. You know, with bullhorns outside of his houseboat, screaming. You know, whatever they were screaming at him. Is that harassment? Is that yeah. intimidation? Is that's the right. FBI going to look into that? It's the cherry picking of the you know of this um justice department as to what they think is quote unquote domestic terrorism um and and everything is looked at through the prism of politics from what i can see the way they're going about things um i don't know how much media play this is going to get but this is ludicrous to be going after parents who are concerned about what their kids are being taught. Wow. Uh, it's another attempt. It's another attempt to simply muzzle it the is. political opposition yes. and to cow them into submission and, wow. because they don't want to risk being prosecuted yep. criminally for saying, what are you teaching my kid? It's, it's outrageous. And Tim Dodd, before, before we move on to the next topic, but the boy, this could really have an intimidating uh, effect of, you know, if, if, you know, four or five parents got together beforehand and they met and then we're going to go to the school committee meeting. You know, can you picture now FBI saying, well, you know, that's a conspiracy that you met and decided you were going to go there or what you were going to say. I mean, that would it, it's one thing if police got up at a school board meeting, pick anywhere in USA and told someone, you know, sit down or wait for your turn or don't yell or whatever it is. But you start having the FBI question mothers going to school committee meetings questioning what's being taught i mean that is so beyond the pale i can't believe talk about taking a hard a hard line approach to this tim dodd well how about if a group of parents are outside or inside a school committee meeting chanting no critical race theory or right. whatever the slogans might be yeah. the fbi says uh-uh that's harassment that's intimidation that's yeah. threats Wow. And suddenly you're prosecuted criminally for exercising your free speech rights. Now, mm. if the parents say, if, if you don't back off on cr uh, critical race theory, we're going to firebomb your house. Well, that would be appropriate. But yeah. just objecting, protesting, yelling, getting upset um, does not, in my view, rise to the level of harassment or intimidation as no. this Justice Department is analogizing it and analogizing these folks to domestic terrorists. John, mm. it's crazy. It, it is. It, 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 this is like Eastern wow. Bloc, you know, it police is. state intimidation. Wow. And now a school committee member, all they have to say is, you know, I feel threatened the way you're addressing me or asking me questions that way. And they could go from there. Now, speaking of parents and masks, Tim Dodd, where are things regarding there are some parents in Rhode Island challenging the mask mandate in the schools? Yes, I don't know what the ultimate outcome will be of this, but this yeah. is a great case. This mm. is what we've been talking about for many, many weeks. It would be great to have a case where the science is put on trial. Yep. And that's what's happening right now in Providence Superior Court in a case before Judge Lanfair, who's a very, very good judge. He's been around a long time and um, he's got a unique case on his hands. Uh, a, a group of parents got together um, to challenge uh, Governor McKee's um, mask mandate for kids in school. And the parents who are the plaintiffs in this matter are looking for either a temporary restraining order or down the line an injunction um, on the theory that Governor McKee exceeded his emergency authority um, with this mask mandate. And um, counsel for the, these plaintiffs um, is a guy named Greg Picciarelli, who has done a lot of work over the years yep. within the school system, typically representing school committees, but at other times representing parents, just like this case. Mm. So he's in many ways, the right man for this job. And he's put on a doctor whose name escapes me, but who's got a national reputation, who is opining in no uncertain terms that um, kids wearing masks in school is unnecessary, counterproductive, mm. yep. unhealthy for the kids physically, unhealthy yes. for the kids mentally. Yeah. Um, 
the attorney general's office is defending on this matter. Um, one of the, one of the interesting things that came up, John, is this doctor who has been qualified as an expert, which is significant that he has been recognized. So he's qualified as an expert, so he can provide his medical opinions on these topics. It's not like you or me getting up on the stand and saying, I don't think this is good for kids because we have no credentials. We're not an expert. Right. The court has recognized this guy as an expert. So his mm. opinion at least gets to be heard. The judge can accept it. The judge can reject it. Just because he's an expert doesn't mean the court has to go by what he says, mm. but he's saying some pretty significant things. He's saying, you know, Rhode Island's not reporting um, any any deaths of children in this age group. The AG uh, pops up and objects, saying, well, if it's under five, it's reported as zero. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Is it right. zero deaths, one death, two deaths, three deaths, four deaths, or five deaths? Um, the doctor on the stand says he's been to many states, you know, looking at this information. And... <laughs> And the way Rhode Island is um, quantifying and keeping records on this, um, he, he said, you know, the, the charts and the graphs that Rhode Island has been using, he said, quote, I'm not used to seeing displays like this. And he says that the state's modeling is all wrong because the state, which policies, which have induced Governor McKee to do this mask um, mandate, are based upon 2020 projections, which are now stale. That back in 2020, the projections were far more significant. It was a different strain of COVID out there. Uh, and that the modeling that the state is using to predict the cases that we will um, suffer if the mask mandate is not followed, it's totally stale and it's totally bad science. That's his mm. opinion. I don't know right. if it's true, but that's his yeah. opinion. And this is exactly the type of case which needs to get aired out. Yeah. And let the state come in with its own expert to say this is totally necessary. Mm. And then a judge will ultimately decide, you know, if the state and the governor have proved the science. You know, all these politicians are out there every week saying, we got to follow the science. We got to follow the science. Well, well, now the science is on trial. That's so right. Let's see what the science shows after we shake this all out. I think it's great that this is happening. Folks, he is our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd. Tim, great job as always, and we will talk to you again. Thanks, John. Take care. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. 
MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing, a proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. Let MEGA Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. Nothing but a big smile for all to see Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air my lungs will be full, full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, full of clean air. My lungs will be full, of beautiful is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401-732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website, recooganheating.com they're helpful trustworthy reliable residential services from winter to summer train technicians provide 100 percent service one customer at a time service calls maintenance agreements call re coogan and heating today 401-732-6562 it's coogie 401-732-6562 again look for them on facebook and then the website recooganheating.com call now keep your home nice and warm gas oil burners 24 emergency service recoogan and heating 401-732-6562